My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Badass Business Podcast. Oh my goodness. We are on a total new journey, embracing and embarking on quarter four. Do you guys follow this? Do you know quarters in business? Q4 is the last quarter of the year. And for me, this is a big, big opportunity to start shifting into those final milestones of the goals I set for myself. Way back when, in December, I set some really beautiful intentions for my business, and I'm sure you did too. Every new year, I sit down and I ask myself, what do I want to achieve? What are my financial goals? What are my social media milestones? What am I trying to stretch into? And this quarter, the last quarter of the year, I'm really making sure that all of those things are being buttoned up into perfect little baskets and making sure that I am just on track to achieve everything that I want. And I'm sure you feel the same way. So before you dive into today's podcast episode, I just want to encourage you to take some time and ask yourself, what do I want to achieve for the remainder of 2018? What are the little goals that I promised myself I would get to that I haven't really set off to achieve? Maybe you have some health and wellness goals. Maybe you have some relationship things that you wanted to do. Uh, And if you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you probably have some business outcomes that you promised yourself you would stretch into. So I really just want to encourage you to take some time to reflect and uh, really rock it until the end of 2018. So speaking of crushing it in your businesses, (laughs) I love asking myself these questions of like, where is it that my ideal client is struggling? If you guys are participating, this week we have a five-day free Coach to Cash Challenge where I'm teaching coaches, life coaches, health coaches, relationship coaches, how to really set the bar high and shift into even more abundance in their business. And one of the biggest ways that coaches fall short is in their discovery call strategy. I know firsthand when I started my business, I wanted to cry at the thought of getting on a call with a stranger and having a dialogue trying to sell them a product. I felt like that sleazy vacuum cleaner salesman that went door to door in that I Love Lucy episode. I don't know if you remember it, but go check it out if you want to feel all the feels around icky sales. I don't want to be a used car salesman. I don't want to feel icky messaging somebody a copy and paste DM message I want to build a business that's authentic and real and that has sales calls that feel supernatural. And when I started my business, I didn't know how to do that. I felt confused. I would get on these discovery calls and nine times out of 10, I wouldn't land the sale. I really didn't know what I was doing on those calls. And I found myself rambling, talking weird, not knowing what to say. 
pouring myself into those people only to find out that they would say things like, I can't afford it right now, or I don't know, I have to think about it, or it doesn't really feel like a good fit. Along the journey of shifting into a coaching business that now is on track to make half a million dollars this year, I had to learn how to solve this problem. And I figured it out to the point where I actually know how to have a beautiful strategy around coaching and how to sell on a conversation on over the phone or in Facebook Messenger. And so In today's episode of the Badass Business Podcast, I'm going to share that strategy with you. I'm going to open up my heart and let you guys know a little bit on how I have this conversation. For all of our coaches out there who are listening to this episode, I'm going to encourage you to not stop here. Go into the Facebook group and go participate in our five day free coach to cash challenge. There's so much information in there for you. Sales calls, I know, is just one important piece of the strategy of being a successful coach. So hop on over to the Facebook group before you listen to this episode. The link is in the comments of this podcast. Come join and get access to all that free coaching for your business. Tomorrow, we open the door for our coaching mentorship. And a lot of girls who go through that five-day challenge end up stepping into that program. So I'm really excited to share it with you. If you have questions, you can post them in the Facebook group. But have fun with today's episode. Take some notes and learn how to have some badass sales conversations and learning how to make that discovery call feel easy and connected and centered. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by The Coaching Mentorship. You guys... I am so excited. Tomorrow, the doors officially open for my two-month intensive coaching mentorship program. And I'm so excited to share it with you because this program is literally everything that I needed to know about growing a prosperous coaching business in the online space. I took a long time figuring things out the hard way. When I started as a life coach, I didn't know how to grow an audience or how to market myself. I didn't know how to coach or how to have a sales call. I had to learn all of these things the hard way. And once I figured them out, I never wanted anybody out there to struggle. So I designed a two-month intensive program called the Coaching Mentorship. This is the third round we're running it. We usually take about 33 women into this program. And it's a beautiful space of just open truth and support that every coach is craving in her business. So the way this program is designed is it's eight weeks of trainings. Every single week you get audios, videos, PDF guides. I walk you through some intensive breakthroughs around the biggest pillars of creating a strong coaching business. So you learn things like how to market yourself, or how to coach someone to a breakthrough, or how to have a sales conversation. There are so many important pieces of the coaching industry, and I found it so disconcerting that there were so many people who were studying 
their topic of coaching, like relationship coaches, learning how to be relationship coaches, or health coaches, learning about health and nutrition. But there wasn't anything out there that taught a coach how to make money in the online space. And that's where this coaching mentorship started. So I'm really excited to share with you. The doors open tomorrow. If you want to know more information, you can click the link in the show notes, or you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash coach. Everything you need to know about that program, all the details of the weeks of assignments are all listed on that website page, badassbusinessbabe.com slash coach. The best part of this program, I get to answer your specific questions about your unique business. So every single week for eight weeks, there are live Q&A calls and you can post your questions. Even if you don't have an opportunity to show up on that call live, I answer them and all those calls are recorded for you. So this is a great way to get that hand-holding coaching experience that you're looking for to get your specific questions answered for your unique business even if you don't feel like you have the money to afford a one-on-one coach, everything you need is in this program. So go check it out, badassbusinessbabe.com slash coach. Hello, you guys. What is up? It's Friday. It's my day off. And I'm still here because I am just feeling really called to have a conversation with all of you guys about discovery calls, the do's and don'ts, and how to properly land sales with anyone who's interested in buying what you have to offer. And the reason I'm so excited about this is because last night on my Money Magic Mastermind call with my elite babes, these are a group of girls who are all ready to go to those big, beautiful numbers in their business, the intimate group of coaching that we have, we're sitting down and me and my Money Magic girls were talking about the importance of how to land a really good discovery call. And a lot of the women on the call were um, just sharing kind of what their blocks and their struggles are around how to properly land a sale. And I felt like, hey, if my high level girls are having a conversation about this, I need to jump into the Badass Business Babe group and give all of you guys just a really um, open hearted conversation of tips and strategy around how to land those discovery calls and how to properly have a conversation that will close a sale. So if you guys don't know, first and foremost, if you don't know what a discovery call is, we need to talk about this. A discovery call is a conversation either via phone or even sometimes in Facebook messenger where we try to sell what we have to offer. And when I was starting my business, I fucking hated discovery calls. Like the thought of them made me sick to my stomach. Why am I getting on a call with a stranger? That was the first thing. Like, I don't want to do that. And then second, how am I actually going to have a conversation without feeling sleazy, icky, or salesy? That was a huge issue for me. I didn't really know how to show up and tell people that they should buy a product or buy a service of mine without feeling like a door-to-door vacuum salesman. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that episode of I Love Lucy where she buys that device for her kitchen and then she goes to return it and the guy comes up and he's like, hey, I actually sell vacuums and he sells her this like crazy confusing vacuum cleaner and in this very sleazy way. Um, If you haven't seen the episode, you should go and look at it because I love Lucy's My Jam. It's like one of my favorite shows. Uh, But yeah, that's how I felt. I felt so icky having these conversations around sales and trying to convince people that they should buy something when, you know, 
it just didn't feel good, right? Like it didn't feel good. And so I would get on these calls with people. I would have these conversations. And in the back of my head, I'd be like, oh my God, this is a waste of my time. Like they're not going to buy anything. They, they don't, they're not going to do it, right? I can't, do, I'm not saying the right things. Like I was so just insecure and lacking confidence. And as a result, I wasn't able to close these sales. And so last night on our Money Magic Mastermind call, one of our girls said, I'm getting all these discovery calls. I'm having all these people interested and I'm not closing the sales. What is going on? So before I dive into that issue, I wanted to take a minute. I had posted in this group and asked you guys, I said, I'm going live at noon Eastern. Tell me like what you're struggling with around discovery calls. And a lot of you guys posted in that thread. So I'm going to honor your questions. But also, um, if you have questions on discovery calls while I'm doing this training, post them in the comments. Like, I want to help you guys with your direct issues of business right now. So let's get to the solution, okay? So first and foremost, Trisha, Trisha says, you'll probably laugh at me, but discovery calls scare the hell out of me. The whole process and the accent that I have, <laughs> there's the story, it gets nerve wracking. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this is the thing. Discovery calls can feel really scary. They can feel really um, nerve wracking and especially if you don't know what to say. So if you go first, I'm just gonna let this uh, cat out of the bag. If you guys go to badassbusinessbabe.com, there's a course that I offer called Badass Sales that walks you through the whole discovery call process. You actually get to listen to audios where I walk you through a conversation and there's actually a secret badass formula, step-by-step -step process of how to have a sales conversation with somebody. So if you don't have the strategy, go find it. You can go to badassbusinessbabe.com. Again, the program's called Badass Sales and it walks you through the whole entire thing. So you don't have to worry about not knowing what to say. It is all in a script. It's really easy. So the other thing I want to mention, like it's okay to feel scared, right? When you're starting your business, there are a lot of things that are going to happen that feel scary to you. And even at the level I'm at now, there are still things that I'm doing that are new to me that I feel scared doing, right? I go, oh my gosh, I don't know what to say in this speech I'm going to have, right? Versus I was having my first discovery call years ago and I didn't know what to say. Or I was doing my first Facebook Live and I didn't know what to say. Or I was having my first coaching call with a client and I didn't know what to say. So it's okay to be there, right? It's just, it's okay. Give yourself the grace of knowing like it's fine if I'm here. Dimple says she didn't know about the Badass Sales program. Yeah, badassbusinessbabe.com slash sales or just on the website, you can click the course section and it shows you right there. It's gold, literally gold, like no joke. People land every single client once they go through that program. It's amazing. So Jennifer says on a discovery call, how do you talk strategy without doing too much coaching? So in today's training, like I'm gonna cover all of the different ways that we have these discovery calls because um, for where I am in my business right now, I will say I've seen a lot of different ways to do this and there are a lot of different methods and some methods work for some coaches, some methods work for others. You don't necessarily have to do every single thing. You have to try what, what you think will work and then when it doesn't, you wanna try something different. So in the beginning of my business, I got on discovery calls and I would actually coach people. I wanted to show them my value and I would say, um, you know, here I am, right? Like, I want to show you that I'm an amazing coach. So I'm going to jump into this coaching experience and the discovery call where they were trying to see if they wanted to work with me, 
that was actually me coaching. And this didn't work for me because when I coached people, the conversation added so much value that people would say, oh, well, I'm going to go home and implement these things. And then I'll come back to you if I have some problems. And it wasn't an effective strategy for landing sales because when I was teaching someone how to do something, right, they were saying, okay, well, I'm not going to hire you just yet. Let me try to do these things on my own first. And that created a really big um, money block in my business. So I stopped doing that. I stopped offering strategy. I stopped showing up to coach people right away because it just wasn't adding value. And now in the beginning, I just want to pause and just share this because in the beginning of my business, I had a hard time actually landing discovery calls because I was a small little coach out there just starting, didn't really know what I was doing. Right. So I had a link where you could book calls, but no one was really doing that. So what I did was have these market research conversations where I would look at my audience. This was the, the game changer for me and my business. I would look at my audience and I would see who was actually engaging in my stuff. And I had some girls who had done some email subscribing and some girls who had enrolled in one of my basic level programs that I had started called the Perfection Program. And I reached out to them on Facebook and I said, hey, I know you've done X, Y, and Z, or I know you've been following my posts for a while. I would love to get on a call with you and just learn more about what you need. And I got on these calls and I would sort of pick their brain. I would have a conversation with this girl. This one particular girl, I remember my very first client, her name was Maria, amazing girl. And I got on a call with her and said, I know you've done X, Y, and Z with my stuff, but I just want to know, like, what else is going on in your life? Like, where are you still struggling? Because I want to make sure I'm serving you. And in that conversation, when she knew that I was there to honor her because she was following my stuff, she automatically opened up and she said, well, I'm still having these really bad problems in my relationship and this is happening and that's happening. And all of a sudden we were on a discovery call and we didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize it, but I was just holding space for her and helping her. And in that conversation, I said, you know, it sounds to me like what you really need is some one-on-one -on -one coaching. Have you ever thought about that? And she goes, yeah. Oh my God. You're so right. I absolutely. And I wasn't pitching her, right? I was just like honoring her. And I was like, you know what? I really do think you need some one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now I did this with people, this market research approach. I did this with people and not every person was someone I wanted to work with or not every person really needed one-on-one. -on -one. So I didn't sell to everyone, right? I was really selective because I run my business with my heart, you guys. I run it intuitively. And if someone feels like they're not a good fit, if something doesn't align right, I'm not going to try to land a sale. Like that's not who I am. That's not how I run my business. And I don't believe you have to run a business that way to create beautiful income. Not what I teach. So anyway, so um, in this process, Maria was like, oh my God, you're right. I really need this, right? I, I, I need a one-on-one -on -one coach. How much are you? right? Like she, she had this beautiful breakthrough and all of a sudden she was asking me if she could work with me. And so what I did was I started to do this and I started to collect clients and it really, really, really helped, right? It was beautiful. It was an amazing process for me to get my foot in the door as, as a coach. Then what I started to do as I started to get clients was when I did Facebook live videos or I did trainings or I wrote blog posts, I would talk about the fact that I had clients. So I would say a lot of my clients are experiencing this or many of my clients are experiencing that or one of my clients I worked with did X, Y, and Z, right? You guys, as I jumped on this video, I mentioned 
me and my clients in my Money Magic Mastermind, right? I talked about my clients because I want to let the world know that I'm available to help people at every single level, no matter where they are. So this allowed me to grow the amount of discovery calls I had. So that's a little tip for you guys. If you're in that space of like not knowing how to actually get a discovery call or where to find people, that's a great, great way. Okay. Great way. So, um, just going back to this topic, when you do a discovery call, you don't want to talk strategy, Jennifer, you want to really hold space for what they have going on in their life. You want to be more, the biggest mistake you can make on a discovery call. And again, go through that badass sales program because it walks you through everything. But the the biggest mistake you can make is talking too much is, is trying to pitch yourself. I see this time and time again from my one-on-one clients where they tell me they get on these discovery calls and they just word vomit everything, right? They like, this is what I do. And this is what I have to offer. And this is amazing for you because X, Y, and Z. You don't have to sell yourself. That person's on a call with you already. They need help. So listen to them and give them value by listening, right? Not by pitching yourself. Really important to remember that. Okay. So um, what's the first question that I ask people? This is great. Okay. So in um, in the process of a discovery call, there are a couple of ways that people do this. I'm going to tell you guys right now where I am right now in my business. I don't do discovery calls. And the reason I don't do them is because I believe that when I attract someone, I know that if that person's ready to work with me, they know they want to work with me. I don't need to convince them. I don't need to have a discovery call to see if they're a good fit. I'm a really fucking serious coach and I want someone who's serious and dedicated to working with me. Now in the beginning, right? That energy of me being able to stand strong in that and say that I don't do discovery calls. I wasn't, that's just something that happened recently, right? I just started doing that. But in the beginning, I got on the call with every single person I possibly could because I was hungry for two things. Number one, I was hungry to grow my income. And number two, I was really fucking hungry to help people. And I wanted to get on as many calls as I possibly could, right? Really important. Natalie says, badass sales is an awesome course. Go buy it. Yes, it takes all the pressure off of selling because if you know what to say, you don't have to worry. It's like a system and it's easy and it flows. So anyway, I don't do discovery calls anymore. But when I did, I had a lot of different ways I did it. So in the beginning of my business, when I had someone book a discovery call, I used a system called Calendly. And in that system, people would actually fill out a form, right? I would ask them questions about what's going on in their life. And the questions I was asking them were really geared towards me allowing them to express themselves. It wasn't about me needing to know everything. So I would ask questions like, how long have you been struggling with this? And what is this struggle doing to other areas of your life? So what I was doing in that form was really allowing that client to connect to the fact that they needed help. It wasn't so much about me getting all the information before the call, because I wouldn't really look at the form before I had the discovery call. It was really about that person expressing and realizing for themselves the pain that they were in. Because a lot of the times when people hire a coach, they've been ignoring an issue for a really long time. They've been pretending that it's not a problem for a really long time. And now that they're in a place of getting help or wanting to get help, you really want to make sure that you're connecting the dots for them as to why this is a must 
Why must I change now, right? You want to allow them that opportunity to express that. So having a form when they book their call to ask them questions. How long have you been struggling with this? Why is this change a must for you? What areas is this issue affecting in your life? And really connecting the dots, right? Really super important. That allows them so much, right? Boom. Breakthrough number one. I used to do it as an application and everyone would be able to book calls no matter what. But then my discovery call calendar got full. So then I switched and I decided that I would be selective about who I worked with. So I had them fill out an application and then would reach out to everyone individually and say, hey, congratulations, your application has been approved. You can now book a discovery call. This method of an application process for discovery calls only works if you're at a level where you're getting booked up. If you're like Sarah, who's my one-on-one client, and she has a fucking roster of people, she is jam-packed on her one-on-one coaching contracts, she has a wait list, you do not need to be taking every single discovery call. So you can have an application process. But when you're hungry, get on a call with everybody because it's going to give you market research. It's going to give you knowledge and education around what ideal client you have and what problem you need to solve. There is this other method and a question I get asked a lot about should I charge for my discovery call, right? Should I have $100 to have a call with me to see if it's a good fit? I don't like that. Um, It doesn't work for my business. It never worked. I never tried it. It didn't feel aligned to me. So there are many coaches I know who do this and it works really well because they feel connected to that concept. They believe that if they're going to show up, they want a value exchange so that that person takes that discovery call seriously. And in fact, many of those girls I know when they hired their coaches, their coaches required a down payment to have a discovery call or that $100 or $30 or whatever it was. When you're not landing your clients, you don't want to make it harder to get a client. When you're booked, you can be specific. Really, really important. Shannon asks, when did you start discovery calls in your business right away or did you wait for a time? I started right away. Like I, I know that when I decided to be a life coach, the minute I knew that I was going to do one-on-one coaching, that was the minute that I made a calendar. So if you're making a decision to be a one-on-one coach, in that decision, you got to get up a discovery call because you need to take action associated with your decisions or else your decisions turn into fear and you don't take any action. So I would make it right away. Natalie asks, do you list prices on your website or not? So, okay, I love this question. I know Natalie posted this a while ago and Natalie's one of my clients and we've never actually been able to address it. So thank you for posting that in this group, Natalie. This is amazing. Um, Do you actually post your prices on your website? My answer, no. When you don't have clients, you don't want to make it harder to get clients. This is simple, right? This is so simple. Don't make it harder for yourself. If you reach a point, right, this is the thing. If you're reaching a point where you have 40 discovery calls in one week, right, and you're sitting there so wrapped up in back-to-back discovery calls, and none of those people are buying what you have to offer, and every week you're getting on discovery calls, and every week you're not landing sales, then put your price up on your website. But in the beginning, you don't want to make it harder, right? You don't want to make it difficult. You want to really hold space for anybody to get on the phone with you so that you can show up to serve those people, and you're either getting a check or you're getting a lesson. I really want you to remember that. Either a customer or an ideal client is coming to pay you, 
or they're coming to teach you a lesson. And you wanna use those things as value equally. You don't wanna say, oh fuck, I didn't land the sale. You wanna say, wow, I really learned something here. My ideal client is struggling with X, Y, and Z. Maybe I should do a Facebook Live about this. Lessons, you're getting lessons or you're getting a check, okay? Keep that in mind, really important. So the first question I ask people when I get on a discovery call, because this is a question Kelsey was asking, the first question I ask when I get on is, how are you? (laughs) What's up, girl? Well, first they go, is this whoever, right? I go, hey, is this Lauren? Or hey, is this Ashley? That's literally the first question I ask. But um, no, no, but really in all seriousness, I ask them to tell me what's going on. Right. And usually I say something like, Hey, like we have a 20 minute conversation. My discovery calls are 20. They were 20 minutes when I was doing them. They used to be an hour. Big mistake. Do not do an hour long discovery call. Biggest fucking mistake on the planet. Cause what's going to happen, the, the more that, um, the more time you give on that call, the more the person dances around their fear. So they'll go into a decision, then they'll go no, then they'll go yes, then they'll go no, and you don't want that. You wanna hold space for their brilliance, not their rock bottom doubt, okay? So give them a short amount of time, 30 minutes, and you declare that when you step into the conversation. So you say, hey, I'm so excited to be here on this 20 minute discovery call with you, on this 30 minute discovery call with you. That lets them know subconsciously that they have to like, give you the juiciest stuff that they got to get to the point, right? Rather than them spending half an hour telling you about their whole life story, right? So you want to let them know half an hour, 20 minutes, that's it. Nothing more than that. And you say, I'm so excited to be here. How are you doing today? And then you say, so I know we only have half an hour. So you want to just dive in, tell me what's going on, right? And the reason I'm doing this is to set, and again, guys, go get the badass sales program. Like I can't stress this enough. There's so much of this in there, but in an expansive way, I can't cover it in a half an hour training. But what that's going to do is it's going to have them subconsciously be aware that there's a limit on the time that they have with you. So they're going to get to the point. They're going to hustle. They're going to get to the breakthrough quicker. And then also when I say, so you want to just dive in, the reason I'm saying that is because I'm getting them to say yes. I'm getting them in a place where they're comfortable saying yes. And I do that on the call often because I want to condition them to believe, yes, 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 I'm ready to do this, right? They're open. Their heart is open. They're ready to receive. They're ready to have that breakthrough. So I know um, there's another question here in the thread. So I'm trying to juggle both question fees, but let me just see what you guys asked. What happens when people ask you how much you charge before they hire you? How do you answer this without sounding, yeah, for some reason, the more button on these the it's so frustrating it's not working let me go and see if i can pull this up on um my computer so that i can go back to back and uh, answer your questions and actually read your paragraphs that you're posting so um when someone asks right like really important when someone asks about um how much i charge i tell them right like i used to get I very rarely got this, right? Like I would get maybe an occasional message in my inbox or my Instagram or my Facebook that goes, hey, I wanna hire a one-on-one coach, how much are you? And I wouldn't hide that, right? I would say right now my rates are this, right? And I'd be really open about what my rate was. And then I'd say, if you'd like to book a call, you can click here. But for me, I know, and I knew back then that anytime someone was asking me what the price was before they got on a call with me, they weren't my ideal client. And I wasn't interested in trying to convince them. I am totally not interested in convincing someone. That's why I don't do discovery calls anymore. 
you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, you want to work in my Money Magic Mastermind where you get direct access to me and get to work with me on an intimate setting, you got to know that that's what you want. I don't have to convince you, right? But I got there and I got to that level because I did so much work and had so many clients and have been through this for quite a while. So really be holding space for the possibility that you want someone who's ready, yes. You wanna coach them through a discovery call, yes. You wanna add value, but you don't really wanna convince someone that you're amazing after they're like, how much are you, right? Not interested, right? Okay, so um, who asked a question? What's a good number of weeks for one-on-one -on -one coaching? Oh, this is a great question, Chelsea. I love this. So for me, um, when I started my business, I did three-month contracts. And then I reached a point where I was like, well, I'm really tired of trying to find clients all the time in the beginning. I'm going to do a six-month contract. So I did a six-month contract. And then that felt really good for a while. And then I said, you know what? I really want to create financial freedom for myself. I'm going to do a year-long contract. And that was a mistake. For not every client, I had a lot of year-long clients who I loved, right? Sarah's like my BFF. I've been working with her for almost a year now. We're on our last month together. And it was fucking awesome. She was a soulmate client. But then I had other clients who I worked with one-on-one -on -one for a full year who I outgrew and they outgrew me and it just wasn't aligned to continue those contracts. So I never recommend doing a year-long. I have not experienced any good feedback from any of my clients who have done year longs, it's really hard to realize who your soulmate client is in a year long contract in the beginning. Um, and it just kind of naturally unfolds that you'll fall in love with some people and then other people you'll kind of be like, oh, man, like when is this contract over, right? So then from the one year I decided, oh, hey, Sarah from Hawaii. Awesome, I went to Hawaii on my honeymoon, it was amazing. So once I had a lot of year-long contracts, I realized what I really wanted to do was raise my pricing and then go all the way down to a three-month contract. So that's where I've been and that's where I'm staying and I only work with a select handful of people one-on-one -on -one. and my rate now is $10,000 for three months of coaching. And I did that because I've reached a point where I've gotten so many people results that I could feel confident raising my prices and only work with a handful of people at a time because that's what lit me up. So I would say to answer this question for Chelsea, what's a good amount of weeks that you should be working with someone? Oh, thank you, Nastasia. I would say that um, you really want to go with what feels great to you. Three months is the shortest amount of time I would recommend. You never want to go less than that because it's hard to actually get a transformation for somebody. Um, if you're not working with them on a long-term basis, right? We know this from weight loss. A weight loss goal, reaching something after 30 days doesn't mean that it's like really a habit and really a part of your life. You got to do something for three months before it comes becomes a practice. So if you want true transformation, and this is what I say to people when they ask about, you know, can I just work with you for a month or can I have a couple of hours of your time, right? That doesn't work because if you want a full immersion of transformation, you really want to get results, right? And that's so, so important. You have to remember that at the end of the day, you need to hold space for that. At the end of the day, you need to be able to feel confident in what you have to offer and you want to turn to someone and say, hey, if I only worked with you for a couple of hours, I would be doing you a disservice because you wouldn't be getting a result that was sustainable. That's why I only work with people for three-month contracts, right? Like that's what you can say to them. Um, Dimple asks the I, I can afford you question, right? The I can't afford you question 
or I have to ask my husband question and come back to you. Okay, so are you ready for this dimple? I'm going to say this with so much fucking love. When you're receiving that, you have to ask yourself, where am I giving that? See, if you're attracting people who have a money objection after what they truly want, or you're attracting people who are saying, I have to ask my husband and I'll get back to you. You need to look at your own life and ask yourself, where am I doing that? Where am I saying I can't afford something because of X, Y, and Z? Where am I saying I need to talk to my husband and get back to you? Because the people who come to us with objections are a mirror for what's truly going on in our own lives. So for me, I used to attract people who would say, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. And I had to ask myself, I said, well, where am I showing up that way in my own life? And I'm like, holy fuck. I say that all the time. I say I can't afford it when I want to hire a coach and I haven't hired a coach yet. Like that was where I was back then. And I go, oh my God, I say that because I really want to invest in this program. And I'm, and I'm not investing in this program because I keep telling myself I can't afford that. Oh my God, fuck, I am actually doing this. So the people who are coming to you and giving you these objections, the reason they hurt you so much is because you're giving those objections in your own life. And you need to be able to look at all of the things that you want and say, am I really using this as an excuse? Because when you remove that from your life and you go, you know what, I'm no longer saying, I haven't said I can't afford that in forever. I've removed it from my language and I never attract people who say it anymore because I've decided that that's the standard that I live and I don't ever expect a client to come with me to me and say, I can't afford this stuff. Now it does happen for, from time to time and then it's my opportunity to either let that person go on their journey and figure out their stuff or I can walk them through a breakthrough. So consider this your breakthrough dimple. And that was actually a really good wink. I haven't been able to wink like that. Matt makes fun of me because this is how I wink. But I actually just did a really good one. <laughs> I'm learning things. Isn't that cool? Okay, this is my life, you guys. You learned how to have sales calls. I learned how to fucking wink without looking like I had a, a tick. <laughs> okay, so this is the... This is the, the moral of the story. Melissa says, what if you don't say that I can't afford it? How do you change the vibration if you, even if you don't have money to do things? Okay, are you ready? Are you really ready? When you want something bad enough, you get fucking resourceful and you make it happen. When you really, really want something, you figure it out. And when you want something and you know that on the other side of it, your life is going to transform, everything's going to be different, you figure out a way to make it happen no matter what it is. Like literally no matter what it is, you will find a way. That's why we always have money for food on the table. That's why we never get our cars repossessed. That's why the electric somehow stays on, even if it's off for a little while, right? When you want something truly bad enough, you make it a priority, and you, you do everything that you can to make it happen. So when you say you don't have the money to do things, you don't have the money to do things right now. But that doesn't mean you can't figure out a way to make it happen. That doesn't mean you can't get resourceful and have a strategy and get really, really good about creating the life that you want. So here's what I'm going to say. When um, I used to get the money objection, right? At the time, I knew I was getting that objection because I had a coach I wanted to hire and I wasn't hiring him. This was two years ago, three years ago? No, I think it was like four years ago. It was when I started my coaching business, right? So I had, this is my last story and I'll promise I'll wrap up after this, you guys. 
So I was getting the money objection all the time. People were saying, I can't afford what you have to offer. And by the way, not to keep promoting this, but if you get the money objection and you don't know what to say, go to the Badass Sales Program and study it because there's a whole section on the language and the conversation we use when we have money objections. So it'll walk you through that process. But that's that. So I was wanting to hire a one-on-one coach and I wasn't because I was like, no, I can figure this shit out myself. It's a waste of money. You know, I don't have the money right now. I was $60,000 in debt, so broke, didn't know what the fuck I was doing, trying to grow my business. And every time I got on a call to land a sale or I had a Facebook messenger conversation, I would hear, I can't afford it. And I was getting so fucking pissed off. I was getting so mad. I was like, why is my business? Nobody values what I offer. Man, this is so fucking frustrating. Everybody's making money excuses. I'm tired of this. But I was making money excuses in my life. So I decided, I realized, how could I coach somebody through having, um, Claudia, oh, Claudia's asking, I just want to pause. Are we going through this content in Six Figure Biz Babe? We're going through a little bit of this in Six Figure Biz Babe, but for the sales strategy conversation, that dialogue, Go get badass sales. I encourage you. It's worth every penny. It'll transform the language that you have on your calls and it'll help you really land those sales conversations. Because Six Figure Fist Babe starts on Monday. So excited. Okay, anyway, sorry guys. So I had to take a look and be like, okay, well, I'm making this excuse. And when people say I can't afford it, I go in my head, I'm like, yeah, I fucking get it, man. Right? Like, I get it. And I didn't want to get it anymore. Right? I wanted to know that there was no fucking excuse when you wanted something, you had to go make it happen, right? So I had to say, all right, I need to be authentic here. And I felt so inauthentic because I was trying to teach people that I was valuable, but at the root of it, I didn't value my vision enough to invest in it and hire a coach. I was like playing hobby, hobby lobby with my business. And it was shit, right? It wasn't working. So I took this big leap. And I didn't have the money, obviously. I was broke. I was like at the very end of, like, I think it was like nine months into my business at the time. So I was running out of funds, right? I was running out of funds. I was so fucking broke (laughs) playing Hobby Lobby with my business. (laughs) Really like that. I was playing Hobby Lobby. But um, yeah, so I had to make a decision. So I had a ton of credit cards that were maxed out. And like a crazy person, I went and applied for another credit card. And the credit card was what we call 0% APR. So that meant for 18 months, I would have zero interest on this credit card, right? Zero interest. So I was like, okay, I can invest in this coach. This coach was $10,000. I can invest in this coach, add another $10,000 to my debt, which... I'm already fucked, right? Like I I had $60,000. I was like, I'm already screwed over. So what's another 10,000, right? In the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit, right? So I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I have 18 months to make this reality happen. So if I invest $10,000 and I really believe, if I really believe that if I make this investment, I'm going to learn everything I need. I'm going to scale my business to crazy figures. I'm going to create massive success in my life. If I truly believe that, then I can make this money back in in 18 months. No problem. No problem. So I took out a loan. I did 18, I I dropped $10,000. I got this credit card and I was like, I'm going to fucking make it happen. The first fucking month, the first month I hit $10,000 in my business. And before that, I had never gotten past like a thousand or 2000. 
and I hit 10K that very first month. Why? Because I decided. I made a decision that if I invested, I was going to transform. And that's what I did because I made that choice, right? I realized this is the path. This is going to change every fucking thing. This is going to transform me, right? This is what happened when I went to France and I took this big trip with my Tony Robbins Platinum Partners and I came home from that trip and I decided, I said, that trip changed everything for me. I made this decision that it was going to before I even experienced it. And when I went, I said, this is going to transform my life. It's going to transform my business. And then I went and I came back and I had our first six-figure month, right? We did a whole launch on Six Figure Biz Babe and we sold it out for six figures. The first time that's ever happened. I have a student six-figure biz babe. She enrolled and she decided this was last round we ran it. She decided, I'm going to make this investment and it's going to transform my business. And she just hit her first $17,000 month. She's done six-figure biz babe and she's done my coaching mentorship program because she believed it was going to transform her business. So your belief is everything, right? So just bringing this back to what we're talking about with discovery calls, because I did that, Because I did this thing that on paper made no fucking sense because I took this crazy leap and invested a crazy amount of money in my business, because I did that, when I got on calls with people for discovery sessions and they said that they couldn't afford it or they were tight on their money or they had to ask their husband, I was able, because of what I, my authentic experience that I put myself in, I was able to say, yeah, I totally get it. I totally get not having the money, but I'm going to tell you something. When I was going through this and I would tell that story, how I I was broke. I didn't know what to do. I was at rock bottom. I found my soulmate coach. I decided he was going to change my life. And I went out and found the money. I got resourceful. And guess what happened? I made it back in a month because I decided, right? So I then had this beautiful story that I could share with people. So anytime I did hear that money objection, I was like, yeah, girl, don't tell me. I got a story for you. And I would open up my heart and I would tell them what I went through around money blocks and resistance and all of that. So it allowed me to really hold space for these people and allowed me to give them the opportunity of stepping up. Does that make sense? Okay. So your challenge for homework Uh, if you would like, is to go purchase the Badass Sales Program and get your ass studying on how to have these dialogues, how to have an open conversation with people, walking them through the sales strategy. Again, badassbusinessbabe.com in the course section. It's right there and it's amazing and it's going to help all of you guys and you'll never question what to say on a sales call again. So I love all of you. I hope you have an amazing weekend. I hope this was helpful. 40 minutes later, I'm going to put this on the Badass Business Podcast. (sighs) It's a really good day. It's a really good day. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, congratulations on going through today's episode. I hope you took a shit ton of notes and I'm certain you have a shit ton of clarity after listening to that intense training. I just want to remind you the training that you listened to in today's podcast episode is actually from our Badass Business Babe Facebook group. And like I mentioned before, there is a free five-day challenge going on in there. It's a secret group 
entrepreneurs only, lots of women, even some badass business bros are in that group. And I am in there as often as I can be to do live Facebook trainings free for all of you guys to offer you a shit ton of value in your business. So if you haven't gotten an opportunity to do so after today's episode, just go into that Facebook group. You can search badass business babes on Facebook, or you can click the link in the show notes. It's a great space. The girls in that community are incredible. And it's just another way to get more training and more growth in your business. So if you haven't joined that Facebook group, you can click the link in the show notes or you can go to Facebook and just search Badass Business Babes. All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode.